is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Brooklyn Juliana over Zoom video. Brooklyn was born in Bangkok in Thailand, but moved to Vancouver, Canada before he was even one years old. So he doesn't really obviously remember living in, in Thailand, but moved to Canada before the age of one. He started singing at a very early age. He talks about that. He talked about his first experience working with different producers and songwriters. He actually had a pretty successful K-pop career that we talk about. He tells us about his viral moment on TikTok and gaining like 200,000 followers in 18 hours. And we also hear all about the new single he just put out and the music video as well for the song called Thinking About You. You can watch our interview with Brooklyn on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be incredible if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Brooklyn Juliana. Awesome, dude. Well, uh, I appreciate you doing this. My name's Adam, and this is about you and uh, your journey in music. And we'll talk about the new song and the video, uh, which will be out by the time this comes out. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so I did read, uh, born and raised, were you born in, in Thailand? Is that what I saw? That's right. I was born in Thailand. I have no memories of, um, it was in Bangkok. I have no memories of that. My, my mom says I was in a lot of little movies as a baby. Okay. Like movies, like home movies or movies that were actually. Heard? Apparently they were filming a lot uh, around where I was. And, um, so my mom just, uh, instead of, uh, you know, getting a nanny, like a normal person, she decided to drop me off on set. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> And then you ended up moving to, to Canada? What part of Canada? Um, west coast of Canada, Vancouver. Okay, in Vancouver. Um, and how old was that when you were fairly young as well? Was that kind of like... Yeah, that was that pretty up? much. Uh, I w- it was before I was even one. Oh, okay, right on. And when you, like, as far as like music, how did you get into music? Do you come from a musical or artistic household? I mean, to have your mom know where the where the uh, film industry was to drop you off there. I mean, or have you in these films was, is that part of uh, either your parents' journey? No, to be quite honest, I don't think my family's musical at all. I mean, I know my aunt plays a little guitar, but you know, I I didn't learn music from them. A lot of my um, music education just happened um, around me because here on the West coast of Canada, people love music. Uh That's really about it. And what was the first instrument you then learned? Well, the first, uh, <laughs> um, so when I was a kid, I really liked um, anything my mom was listening to. So I'm thinking like I was about five. I saw, I think it was Josh Groban on Oprah. And um, later on, I actually ended up taking voice lessons with his voice teacher. And um, that was my, no vocal, way. that was my vocal how, journey. How did and, that, how did that relationship form? I mean, that's a pretty big deal to get that person to be your vo- vocal coach. Well, then. He's kind of an old guy and he, you know, I, I, you know, he had a site and we hopped on Google and, um, wow. We were working with, actually what ended up happening was I had, I had some friends and we all took voice lessons from him. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> contagious. Oh, that's funny. That's awesome. So that was where you started was voice. And then 
Um, right. Were we in the chorus uh, choir, all that stuff as well? I did. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I lip synced a lot in choir because I didn't always know the lyrics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, so that was a thing. But, um, but my, my choir teacher loved me, but <laughs> in spite of all that. Yeah, that works out. Um, and then as far as songwriting, I know you you were in like uh, you wrote a bunch of K-pop stuff, right? That's kind of what you um, did prior to what you're doing. I now. suppose I did. You know, I wrote I would write the songs in English. So it never felt like K-pop to me when I was writing them. Uh-huh. And um, and then, of course, they would get uh, translated, I suppose, and become Korean later on. And, you know, that's pretty typical when it comes to K-pop top lining. Okay, so you top line the songs, and then people would then go back, go in and re like how how does that work? I'm sorry, like they would rewrite the lyrics. Um, you know, um, either um, my producer um, that I was working with at the time would you know have an instrumental that I'd write a little bit to, or I'd produce something and I'd write a little bit to that. We would have a couple other songwriters hop on, and then at the end of it all, because the top line was usually at least um, for the choruses, because I, I tend to write the hooks um was in english and so that would get translated along with um whatever else needed it oh, okay and when did you start writing songs was that pretty early I'm, in your life no, no truth be told i really don't think i'm a songwriter at all and so i i'm not sure i've i to, to be honest if i've even really started at all <laughs> well yeah i mean you have songs out so i do <laughs> when did you does- start working i guess to put out your own songs um it would probably be around 2018 that I started kind of just like attempting stuff. Most of what I do is I, I hop in the, uh, the booth and I, um, and that's where the writing happens. I sing a lick and hopefully something comes out of it. And how did you meet these people that you started to, to work on this with? Um, like, I mean, even in the beginning, was it like friends of yours, you got together and you're like, Oh, like let's the, make some music whole- or. The whole bit with the K-pop was because I was hanging out in Seoul a lot with friends. And um, and so that's kind of just naturally how. Um, and the, these were the only friends of mine who made music. And so that's naturally how I started. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then that started to gain some traction for you, those songs? or I wouldn't say the music gained a whole lot of traction. Um, I mean, but eventually it, it really panned out. Um, um, you know, I, I definitely, you know, because all my fans, you know, that's kind of where I made my fans was, you know, K-pop fans, I suppose. And um, and I felt like, um, yeah, it kind of blew up last year. And um, now here I am. Okay, so the K-pop stuff blew up last year. Was there a particular song or something that had happened that really? Well, you know, I was elevated? performing live. I was on tour. And um, it just kind of happened. Literally just happened one night. It was um, a night or two before the last um show of my tour it was uh-huh. in milan and i uh, um i was i was in bed at the time and my phone was lighting up and you know um maybe it had told me that i had almost a hundred thousand new followers and you know just the past few hours and um you know the next day as i was you know traveling around the city um it grew another hundred thousand and so um we counted and it was about two hundred thousand followers in about 18 hours which is you know, actually quite, you know, yeah, I don't like That's to like unreal, about, right? <laughs> but it, it was, it was pretty shocking. I'd never seen any, any number go up that high so fast um, in my life. So it was quite nice. Was that off of one single song or is somebody that found was your off catalog? Of, that was off of uh, a fan's TikTok of me. 
that had received about um, a million and a half views. Wow. And um, yeah. And so everybody just, uh, I, I don't know what the TikTok was. I think it, it was a montage of some of my music videos and, and a little bit of my, uh, my live performance. But um, yeah, and, and that's kind of what happened. It wasn't really um, one song, though I, um, I did have a song called Imagine that was quite popular with, uh, amongst them. Okay. And so you were, you said, you, did you travel back to Seoul? Like how did, like you went from Canada then to, to Seoul and were you living there? Like how did that, like tell me I was, that I journey. Would say like, I was spending about a quarter out of every year in Seoul. Um, okay. not, uh, not straight, uh, but in, in about total. So, I'd, you know, visit every few weeks. And, um, and <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and I was talking to, um, I just had, I had some very enthusiastic friends at the time. And that's kind of what got me started there. Uh huh. And once you had a little bit of music together, that's when you started what playing out? I mean, to, to tour, to have a tour together and, and do all of that and music videos up. Seoul the- was the first place I ever performed live. Um, and that was in, um, I believe it was 2018. Okay. I, I was, I think it was underage and, but I was, uh, I was allowed in the clubs to perform. And so <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun so you, time. Yeah. So you did that for a while. And then when the, when those songs or when, when you got all those followers, like, how do you kind of ride that? Like, do you, are you like, Oh wow. Like, okay, all this is happening. I should put out more music. Like what, what is like the instinct when it comes to that attention at that time? You know, the instinct, uh, you know, my initial reflex was like, oh, my gosh, I need to do something for these people because mm-hmm. I've got um, I, I felt like it had just become real. You know, even though I was performing live and doing that um, and touring and all that stuff, um, it didn't really feel um, totally real until I realized I had a larger audience. Um, and and so. I went straight to the drawing board. As soon as I got back home, I bought a guitar, started um, learning how to write for it. And, um, and I've um, come up with ideas for an album. And, um, and, I've, and I'm so excited for the album, by the way, which is coming out. I don't have a date yet, but I'm so excited for that. Um, and uh, that's, that was kind of my, my reflex there was as soon as the, you know, Brooklyn Giuliano blew up, I had to write an album. And what was that? Re- I mean, recent, recent. I mean, you, you put out your the song "Thinking About You," and that was in this. That was not the. I mean, what this month earlier this month, right? Yeah. And is that the first piece of what this album will be? I like to think of it as kind of a baseline for what's what's to come. It's okay. not necessarily indicative of all the places the album's going to go, but it's a good it's a good starting point. Okay, and is that the first? song that you have put out since that big you know it moment is. on tiktok that it is and um my last single was a song called i'm gonna love you in 2021 mm-hmm. and um so that now it's 2023 so wow it's been a while <laughs> and yeah and this is the first kind of change in, in sound right on this this song it or is. this album right versus what you were doing with the k-pop stuff it's it, it's a bit of a change you know there's always been kind of like uh influences um in my music even when it was kind of more pop edm um but right now i'm trying to write for instruments that i feel like i know a little bit better and that i can kind of hear the music for because i'm really terrible with the whole producing thing so (laughs) that's why the guitars and the drum kits okay and so when you but were you concerned about how your fans were going to react to the 
the the how the the songs change sonically? A little bit, a little bit, but I feel like they trust me. You know, okay. I, um, over the years, I've I found that like um, my fans um, understand me because they're able to point out things that I've never said in public before, and you know, they're 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 very intuitive folks. Okay, that's cool, and that must be, I mean, really awesome to have that kind of fan base that's of sounding board of of sorts to kind of help you in in it those is. things. Yeah, it is. Um, it's one of those things where sometimes. I get nervous um, because, you know, I feel like social media messes with your head a lot, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then one night, maybe after I have a drink or two, I'll do, I'll do something impulsive on social and uh, <laughs> and then my fans will tell me, you know what, that was the best thing you ever did. I, I was entertained by that, whether I'm like streaming live or um, I post a picture that I would otherwise not. <laughs> sure, sure. And uh, so you get back to to Vancouver you start writing this this record and how long like how long have you been writing the song before you decided to release this one last month where is do you have a big batch of them finished or was this a the album like something you wanted to write to completion before you started to release it like how long was it like how long ago did you write thinking about you thinking about you was written in January um right around the time I um I had a I had a, a small show that I did in Sacramento and um, I, I, it was written around then. Okay. And um, at this point, I've got maybe about half the album um, written. Awesome, awesome. And you worked on, from what I was reading, you, you, uh, you worked on that song uh, with Noah Cunning, right? Yeah, you know, um, I did, that's right. You, you know, he, he wrote, I believe he wrote the verses, that's right. Okay, yeah, I've had him on my podcast as I was curious. Oh. So he, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, it was cool to see his name under like on the composition side of the, the credits that I've seen for the song. And I was like, oh, wow, like I've had him on my Yeah, on my, we, uh, you know, we love working with people whose first instincts are right. And he was just, he was just <laughs> another one of those guys where it's like you send him um, your idea for a song and, you know, his first instinct is that. And um, that's what, uh, you know, that's what made the record. Did he work on any other songs on the album with you or any of the songs that you have finished yet? No, uh, not, uh, no, he hasn't. I don't think I, I, haven't, I haven't, I haven't met him. Oh, really? So how did you end up working with him? So it was, um, it was a situation where, um, oh, I can't remember one of my people, uh, contacted him somehow. <laughs> and, um, and, um, and then I, um, I tend to have notes for my music and, we send that along and, um, you know, he was, uh, I, I heard what he wrote and I was like, Oh, I like what, where that's going. Cool. And then, and then you I, were ended up to build off of that. Um, so basically the first thing I did with thinking about you was I wrote the top line for the chorus, but when we sent Noah the stuff, I didn't, um, I didn't actually send him my hook cause I wanted to see what he would come up with. And so after that, we've, uh, we ended up Frankensteining the whole thing. And um, well, which is really, you know, typical in, um, in I guess, pop music. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm really thrilled with the result. I love the song. Yeah, it's a great song. And you did a video, too, uh, that's coming out. Well, it'll be out by this point. So tell me about the music video. I haven't had a chance to see it. The music video is, well, the first thing I have to say is it's gorgeous. So, <laughs> um, you know, um, you know I, I directed the video. And so I was really on top of like um, 
the, the visual direction. And I'm like, I'm, I'm obsessed with some really nerdy things like cameras and lenses and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so we got to use stuff that um, uh, hasn't even been out yet, like glass and cameras. None of that's even a release yet. So, you know, we're first in line to uh, put those to production. And so it's, it's absolutely stunning. Um, the video has some characters who end up very happy in the end. And um, I hope that it makes people feel really good when they watch. Awesome. You said that you are using like cameras and technology that hasn't been used yet? Yeah. Um, do you know anything about like film? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I know like about mirrorless cameras and those sort of things, but um, so I'm curious thought, what, you're, what you're talking about. So at the time we filmed, um, we uh, filmed on a camera that wasn't released yet. It was called the Red Komodo X, which is okay. a cool camera. I know the the red the red camera, and yeah, stuff, but yeah. I don't know that is that a a different model of it. It's, it's a, the it was a new camera that they were beta testing amongst users, and so it wasn't it wasn't really um, released. And now we're getting really nerdy here. But um, and then the other part was uh, the glass. So there are some lenses by a company called Atlas Lens Co that make um, what's called anamorphic lenses, and we put those uh, um, on our camera. And they had never really been used on a production before. Wow. I know the red camera looks, I mean, that's like such a beautiful camera. It, so I'm sure it, the video came out uh, stunning, you know, I would imagine. And, you know, um, you know, we had, we had a great crew and, um, I mean, and the cast was incredible. Like uh, there's a whole cast in the video and, and, and they're just um, so wonderful to work with because sometimes I'm not the greatest actor on the planet. And so having great scene partners is super useful for me. And you said you directed it as well? I did. I, I've directed actually all of my music videos because I love doing that. And, um, and this one is pretty special. And that's amazing. And with uh, the rest of the songs, are you going to continue? Like, do you have, obviously you just released this one earlier this month and then the video is going to come out, but do you have other songs that you're going to release before the, you have the album complete? I do. I want to release two more singles. Um, we haven't picked them just yet, but I've got, I've got some idea of the ones I'm going to push for. And very very cool yeah that's where we're going with that what about live shows are you doing any coming up i don't have any dates that i can tell anyone right now but i am actually working i i rehearse like you know pretty pretty often in my garage oh cool do you have a band that you play with live i don't have a band yet um you know we just um but i have my um my touring rig so it's got my microphone and my ears and um and I rehearse with that pretty, um, pretty frequently. And we design a little show and a set. And um, I love doing that. It's uh, like putting together a show is one of my favorite things. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the job. Mm-hmm. That's, and I, I mean, it kind of falls in line a little bit with the videos too. Like when you go see an artist and it's just like them up there playing, it's different if they've got this whole thing, like, like this whole presentation together. I, you, I feel like you would have a presentation together when it comes to I do my your live performance. I do my best to, you know, to really kind of, to kind of get that above and beyond where, you know, people would normally expect an artist with maybe about like three or 400,000 followers. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. That's, that's really awesome, man. Well, uh, I can't wait to see the video. I mean, this will be out by that time. So I would have had, would have seen it. Um, but that's cool that you use that camera. I know a bit about that camera. So I'm, I, sh- I would imagine the video is going to look amazing. The songs are songs. Great. Um, and I can't wait to hear what else you have uh, coming up. Yeah. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for doing this, Brooklyn. Well, thank you for having me. 
I have one more quick question for you. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Oh my gosh. Um, I do. Um, and, and this one, this one's really important. It's mostly for the dudes out there. Um, stop looking for hacks. Stop looking for hacks. That's the thing, you know, everyone, uh, like guys really want to know what I get these messages. You know, like I've got thousands upon thousands upon thousands of messages from girls and then, um, you know, who all support me, but then the men, they come through whenever I get a message, it's like this one message and it's what playlist were you on? <laughs> and uh, you know, the most important playlist to be on is your fans playlist. And that's my advice.